Hi everyone, Tom Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm, the boys are back. We're back, we're back, 2015. We made it. How long have we been going, Troy? Uh, this is 14 months now. Over a year, what about that? 14 months, and John, we've uh, hit a new uh, benchmark. We're actually recording right out of John McGrath's uh, residence here. We are at home, it's early in the new year, and I'm working from home this week. But I've got, I want to uh, raise the bar this year. I want to get a million downloads. How many have we got, Troy, so far? 300,000. No, we've got more than that, John. 400,000. 400, OK, well, we need 2 million then. That's crazy. <laughs> well, we should have said so, 200,000. 200, so, Troy, 000. if you were very smart, we would have started with a low base. <laughs> well, I want everyone to listen to what we got to say because hopefully there's some interesting stuff. But the other thing I'm finding, Tom, is the feedback, and I know you're getting this on the ground, the people, you run into people and they say, God, that was great, I heard that episode when you said this, and some of my team have said, oh, I used what you and Tom said to do on at a listing and it helped us get the listing. So, I mean, for me, that's, that's the, the real payoff is the fact that listeners are taking this, they're practising it, they're putting it into the marketplace and they're benefiting. Um, so I'm very, very excited. Now, no sponsors yet? Have we got no sp- Well, actually, no. Are you working we, on we, this? We do, John, we, so we do have news. We've actually... Uh, and this is not trying to sound like a salesperson that's got 10 <laughs> buyers, but we've got two that are knocking on the door that uh, oh, want to have conversations. So John McGraw was very smart enough to put it out there late last year, and we've been approached uh, by two uh, very large businesses, in fact. There's a meeting on tomorrow at 3.30. Oh, good. Well, I hope, I hope one of them uh, comes through. Well, the pressure's on that we do a super podcast because they're sitting there listening and they're listening <laughs> to the quality of this podcast. <laughs> so, Troy, let's just delay this till after tomorrow's meeting, <laughs> just in case we screw it up. That's no, good. Now, Q- Q&A. I think this year I would love to do more Q&A for our listeners because, again, that's the feedback I've got is when they actually email or go to your website and, and, and SMS you and so forth, they get a real lot of value out of asking specific questions. Yeah. So I think amongst us trying to weave through our best insights and experiences that we're getting as we travel through our world of real estate, I'd love to do more Q&A this year if that's okay with you. Absolutely. So to all our listeners, the easy way to give us questions is you go to tompanos.com.au, click on Million Dollar Agent and put your question there and we will get around to doing it. Can they SMS? How how else? uh, Also on Facebook, they private message me on Facebook. A lot of people... Uh, don't want to have their name uh, on the question, so they probably can be anonymous. Me. Yeah, they can, they can be, anonymous. be anonymous. Or those that are happy, they put it on um, my Facebook, and we will come to it. There's been some quality questions, and I, I agree, John. A question tells a story, and it goes into the head of what really someone's thinking. Whereas a lot of the times, when you hear trainers, speakers, coaches, commentators, they go off in a format which is their format, not the listener's format. And we just mm. love knowing that the content is crowdsourced yep. and is coming from genuine people sitting in front of vendors and buyers that are trying to list and sell real estate and get raving fans. And we love Good. helping those. So let's get into it because 2015 is a year where I want everyone that's listening to go to the next level. Whatever that is for you, 20%, 50%, 200%, 500%. This is a year where I want some of our listeners to be great case studies and say, we, we heard what you said, we did it, we got rid of our mooring lines, and now we're a million-dollar agent, we're a two-million-dollar agent, we're a four-million-dollar agent, whatever, whatever is your next step. Okay, so podcast one, 2015 calendar year, we're going to call it Kickstart 2015, John. Mm-hmm. How, how do you kickstart to have your best year ever? Uh, what are the things that the great agents are doing what are the things that you see yourself doing if you were going back to work 
Um, first day back on Monday, what are the things that you want to make sure that you've got bulletproof, rock solid? We're going to talk about some of the KPIs, some of the plans, some of the systems and the mindset to give you your best year ever. Well, I think, Tom, one of the things that, that we just did then, we, you know, we were mucking around but not really when we were talking about downloads is, you know, what is your plan? You know, you want one million, two million downloads. Then you say, okay, well, how am I going to do that? So what's your goal and what's your plan? So one of the things I find, and, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts over the break and reading a number of books and articles, people just don't think big enough. They kind of pull their goals and their ideals and their dreams back because they've all, everyone, we've all been disappointed, let's face that. You know, anyone out there that's been disappointed in the past, join the club. We all get rejected and disappointed on a regular basis. The question is, you know, you've got to go harder for your goal and keep raising your expectations. So I think what you've got to start with is, is a huge goal that's going to draw you towards it. Yeah. Um, so whatever you did last year, and I, you, know, you and I talk a lot about 2X only because... 2x is great. It's it's actually a very achievable goal. If you did 100,000 last year, 200,000 is just a few better decisions. If you did a million last year, 2 million is a few changes in habits. So I think, you know, you've got to you've got to think bigger and what is possible. First thing, so set a goal. Um, second thing is create a plan, a very simple plan around what is that going to take. Um, and, you know, I, I was actually at our Manly office today and I was talking to some of our guys and, you know, one of them in particular, Timmy Cullen, has started like a house on fire. He's, he said to me, he's got 10 appraisals last week. And I said, what did you do? He said, I just... Oh, sorry, my phone's ringing. I just turned that off. He said, um, all I did was I rang all my past clients. And he said, Look, I sort of do it most of the time, but I neglected it for a while. So I decided that I was just going to get on the phone first week, ring everyone that had bought or sold from me in the past... He said he did that. He has 10 appraisals booked in this week off the back of just ringing all his old ex-clients, yeah. past clients. Yeah. So it's actually not that hard. Yeah. yeah. But you've got to believe it. People got to believe it's possible. If you don't believe you can 2X, you'll do activities that won't do 2X. If you actually believe it, you've, you've got to go out there. So I was talking to one of my other guys, and he did 800 last year, 800,000 GCI, not pretty good year. And I said, what's your goal this year? And he said, a million. I said, not good enough. And he kind of giggled. I said, no, no, I'm serious. I said, you know, you did 800,000. I said, why aren't we talking one and a half to two million? That's a much better conversation. That's going to get you out of bed. And so, I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, raise his expectation for himself. And then we just need to talk about how we do that. So I'd love the listeners to set a really lofty goal, almost something that you're not even sure you can do, but you're going to give it a crack. And then we'll build your belief and limit uh, and get rid of your mooring lines. John, it's this whole... Uh theory about some people think abundance, some people think possibility, um, other people think of probability or they think scarcity or they think that there's only a limit out there and that they shouldn't rock the boat, that they should be happy with what they've got. Um, what, why is it, John, that some people go off and have uh, no limit thinking? Is it uh, a muscle that they've exercised over the years? Is it the fact that they hang around with other people that have got big numbers, so they look around and they make a comparison, they say, oh, they can do it, um, yeah. I'll do it? It's all, all of the above. It's how do you get rid of the doubt and create certainty around your ability to do something much bigger and better than you've done before? So I think everything you said, Tom, is very valid. One is you've got to start hanging out with high achievers. You've got to start talking to, thinking like, acting like high achievers. So... Um, I was listening to a guy which I, I encourage people to listen to. He's called James Altucher. I just played in one of his podcasts yeah. before. 
he talks about the Tony Robbins way of doing it, and he interviews Robbins on one of his podcasts, and he said, Robbins, if he wants to achieve something, I know Tim Ferriss, who's going to be at ARIC yeah. this year, Tim has a similar strategy. If Tony Robbins wants to achieve something, he seeks out the three best people in the world at that activity, whether it's physical activity, fitness, health, uh, business, money, whatever it is. And then he, he tries to get in front of them and interview them and he asks them in-depth questions like, what time do you get up? What do you do first thing in the morning? What magazines do you read? What TV shows do you watch? You know, who are your mentors? Who, who guides you? What books have you read in the last two years? He gets into extreme detail about people that have achieved massive success. Yeah. And I think that that's a really great strategy. If you want to be a world best agent, who are the best agents that you've got access to? And nowadays with the internet, I want to tell you a story about the internet in a minute. Nowadays with the internet, we've almost got access to everyone. I mean, you don't have access, well, we didn't have when he was alive to access to Steve Jobs, but there were six books written about him. There was 50 blogs, articles, podcasts, interviews, YouTube. So there's no excuse. Just one of the things I heard, I can't remember where I heard it. It could have actually been Al Tucher again in the break. And he was talking about cricket. You know, it's cricket season. He was talking about uh, English cricket. And he said... Um, he studied the English cricket and, and English cricket went to a whole new level in the early 1800s. So they'd been playing from 1600s and there was a certain level of standard. And then in the early 1800s, it went to a whole new level. And he said, as they look back, they were trying to work out what it was and what was called the technology or the catalyst that did it. So nowadays, I guess you'd talk about the internet and you'd say the internet's a catalyst. What, they were, what do you think it was? What, Troy, what do you think? Early 1800s, cricket went to a whole new level. What technology, what thing, what catalyst, what trigger could have taken that? This makes for great podcast no listening. Yeah, no idea what thinking. <laughs> the steam train. Why? The speed. No. Why? Because teams and people now started visiting and going to, you know, so the south of England would play the north of England and, you know, someone in Europe would, would get across. So all of a sudden people exposed themselves to talents and tactics and strategies and skills that they'd never seen before in their own area. Because before the steam train came in, you were kind of born in Sussex and you played in Sussex right. against other people from Sussex and that was it. Now all of a sudden transportation gave you the ability to travel to the other end of England and you would then, you know, go to training sessions and play against other teams. Nowadays, and I just use that metaphor because that was interesting back in the 1800s, but nowadays in the 21st century, the internet is the new steam engine of those days. It allows you to find out anything about anyone overnight. Go to go to Apple iTunes. There's, there's hundreds of podcasts. Go to YouTube. What a there's beautiful millions. Metaphor, John. I it's mean, there is there is no time better than ever in our whole lifetime, in our ancestors' lifetime, in the history of life, that you've got access to information to make you more efi- effective, more efficient, more intelligent, to be able to copy all the things that work really well. Um, right now on this planet, there's someone that can do something that you want to do and it's out there on YouTube or Google. Well, you think, Tom, go back, and some of the listeners out there are our vintage or, or even older, and many of them are Troy's much younger, and so they've grown up in a different life. But when you and I started in real estate, well, I'm a bit older than you, but We're roughly, roughly yeah. speaking, um, if we wanted to find something out, we had to go to a library, borrow a book, go to a bookshop, buy, or wait, and wait until the book had come from America out here, um, or get on a plane and go to America to a seminar, yeah. which was expensive, time-consuming and hard. Nowadays, you don't have to get on the plane. You can, you, know, you can go to YouTube, you can go to TED Talks, 
You can go to the internet. You can listen to podcasts. You've got access to listen to Tony Robbins for virtually free any given day. Yeah. So there's no excuse, but you can't be complacent. You know, someone once said, you know, people that don't read books are no better off than people that can't read books. You know, you need to, and you've got a great saying about books. What is that about the book? Um, the hand that picks up a book is never the same hand that puts it back down again. I love that. Someone told me about that, and they, they credited you, actually. I don't remember who it was, but they said, this is one of Tom's favourite sayings. I love it. Well, Johnny, I think in light of that, one of the best things that our listeners can do is get their iPhone, or if they're on Samsung, and load it up with five to ten podcasts. Take the step now. Start... Um, designing your life that it's actually very difficult not to get positive stuff can we put a few on your website that we recommend johnny what you'll do some resources is, or so, something so, so, so what what are two or three that you rave about well james altucher i love okay james altucher is everyone's fantastic. listening to tim ferris ever since you mentioned him out on that session that we had um, yeah. late last year everyone's raving about that so people do uh, go off and implement these Good. podcasts so ferris is great Alt- yeah. if you're not on him get on him Al Tucher, he's very left field, but fantastic. I really love him. There's another guy called Dan Sullivan, um, and he and a guy called Joe Polish do one called 10X Talks. Yeah. And the other one, which was the one that inspired you know, me to call you about doing this, is I think called the Advanced Selling Podcast. There's two American guys, Brian yeah. Neal and um, I, yeah. I can't remember. Forgot the other guy, guy yeah. So there's just four. But if you go into, you know, one of the great things about iTunes um, is that they recommend other ones and they say, you know, people that listen to this also like that. So once you're actually getting in the groove, there's all these other suggestions start popping out at you. Okay. Well, you've just got me thinking, John, because in in the seven-day Kickstart program that I've got running at the moment, one of the tools I talk about is write a letter from the future, date at the 31st of December 2015, and describe what your years look like. Write it back to yourself as if the years happened what GCI you did, where you holidayed, what your team looks like, what your health, what your fitness looks like. And I'm going to do it, Troy. I'm writing out a letter from the future dated the 31st, 2015, one million downloads of Million Dollar Agent podcast. I thought we said two in the end. I think uh, we bumped it up. No, John, it's, One's on, looking it's, on, it's on tape. Well, listen to the tape. You said a million. <laughs> That's a good thing about technology. The other side of it is we can always go back and find out what was actually said. And then, I think that's a great thing. I've got, to, I've got to tell you this other story about a guy that I, I just spoke to. We're, we're interviewing him at the moment to come and work for us as a sales manager. And he works in a business that's very successful, long-standing family business, um, but he's decided to kind of go his own way, which a lot of people do in family businesses. They sort of splinter off and do their own thing. They want to create their own niche and so forth, and he's got other things happening in his life. He was talk, telling us about these people that have opened up in his area that have really cut a swathe into market share. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's two ladies, I think, and, and they have almost no experience or very little experience called that way in the world of real estate. They've kind of have come from different corporate backgrounds and they've come in and they're just doing apparently amazing work and they've really taken some serious market share away from this company. And he just said, you know, it's amazing. And it reminds me of people like Kirsten Mueller that we've talked about and Philip Chalimi in the past, you know, a couple of our people that came from other backgrounds. You know, and I said to him, what do you think it is that, that they're doing? And he said, you know, they're energetic. Yeah. They give incredible service. Yeah. They, they know a bit. They're not, you know, experience is not their forte because they're coming from out of the industry. But he said they know enough to, you know, be able to add value. They follow through and they keep it simple. And I just thought, wow, this is about new business energy. Yeah. You know, if you start a business, if you start in a new place, you bring this incredible enthusiasm and, and excitement to it, and people are attracted to that. 
So, you know, in starting a new year, make sure you've got new business energy. Yeah. Two, make sure you ring all your past clients. Do what Timmy Cullen did and you might get 10 appraisals around that. I think that's really critical. Three is we've talked about the internet learning. Well, we'll talk a bit more about ARIC coming up, where, you know, in, in May, June of this year. But, you know, go in the meantime, don't wait for ARIC. <coughs> go into podcasts, go into YouTube, buy some Audible books, um, all those sort of things, really, really critical. Um, they're just a few things that I think, and, and if, if our listeners do that, you know, at the end of the year when they do your letter or they actually pull the letter that they've already done out of the drawer, hopefully they've achieved more than their dream state. Okay, John, quick question. Um, setting an income goal, um, any tips there? Do you set a, uh, uh, like, everyone sets goals the first one or two weeks in January. They set goals with weight, they set goals with income. Um, so on New Year's Eve resolution. Then. New Year's Eve resolutions. Interesting thing I read uh, over the uh, the break. Uh, there's a 45% increase in goal achievement when a goal is written, is explicit in writing, yeah. and people have put some written plans towards it. So yeah. that's a major increase versus just actually fifty percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John, when you're setting a gross commission income goal. Um, you're breaking it down to monthly what you've got to do each month. Any tips there? I, I think, think the first thing, Tom, is you've got to decide what the number is. Yeah. You know, so I just take the 2x, and, and, and I'm not trying to be silly, I'm not trying to be fanciful. Whatever you did last year, double it, because you can achieve twice as much as you did last year, no matter what your circumstance, and no matter what, by the way, the market does. The market, what it does is irrelevant. It's what you do in the market. So... Let's say you know you did two fifty thousand. So you're saying, oh, okay, so you're saying five hundred. Now break that down. So your average price is, is you know is X, and your average commission is ten thousand. And so you've got to do fifty sales. To do fifty sales, you've got to take sixty sixty five listings because we know that not every single listing is going to sell. Some people choose not to sell when the realization of what the property is worth. To get sixty or sixty five means you're probably going to have to go to hundred, hundred and twenty because you're probably going to get a good agent's probably going to get somewhere between 50 and 75% of the listing. So applying a few simple formula, and don't sweat the formula, it'll be close enough. But if you want to do 50 sales, find 60 listings, go to 100 appraisals, that's only two a week. Most people are working 60 hours a week in this industry. All you do is get yourself in front of two potential clients each week, you'll close one, you'll make half a million. And just keep doubling. If you want to do a million, you've got to be in front of four people each week and so on and so forth. So know your numbers, do your numbers. And keep it simple. Keep it simple, create momentum. John, it's been good coming back. We finished already. Well, Troy's given me the five minute mark four minutes ago. Have we got three minutes? Who said there's a time on this whole thing? So Troy, how's Al Tucci, Al Tucci does an hour and a half. He does an hour podcast. and a half. Tim Ferriss does an hour. Well, I just think, you know, Troy, you're trying to give us the hustle bustle. It's like the Oscars, they start playing the music. Before the speech, we're just getting warmed up, Tom. But we'll be back next week. <laughs> we'll be back. I mean, what do we do now? He's, he's we'll so, be back next week. You killed it. We'll be back next week. That's, that's the end. 2015, we've started. I saw, I saw Troy's ordered a third microphone. I saw in his desk there was a microphone. There was an order. There was a, there's an order form that went no, through. It it's been signed off too. <laughs> I know. I noticed he hasn't brought it today, but you, I'm, I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. I'm going to get rid of it. Okay, uh, Troy. Um, now, Eric. Just Eric. The date is. I think 
last day of May, first day of June. So is it the 30th or 31st? So we'll Troy, just, I think it's the 31st of May, 1st of June. We'll get that date up, and I can tell you, John, there is... Speakers uh, are unbelievable. Tim, I'm not going to... I won't tell them now. I won't tell them now. Oh, Timmy Ferris is coming, you're right. Yeah. But there's like 10. Yeah. Well, there's actually more. There's like 20, but there's 10 incredible megastar, and then there's 10 amazing performers from the Australian and New Zealand market. We've got a couple of top Kiwis coming over this year. And, you know, the Kiwis, the New Zealanders are fantastic. Do we have any New Zealanders listening, Troy? Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, oh, good. I love the Kiwis. They're we just sure amazing, amazing agents. But um, they have some of the best agents in the world. For a small, relatively small population, they're phenomenally successful over there. So the dates, John, is uh, the thir- Sunday the 31st of May and Monday, Monday the, the 1st, 1st of June. June. And I'm so pumped when I've just realised it's back at that great venue that we've had the last few. Gold, Gold Coast. Coast, yeah, Gold Coast again. Um, so that'll be fun, and, and I would only encourage people, I know it's early days to plan, but maybe it's not early days to plan, try and tack a few extra days on afterwards. If you can, not everyone can, but if you can have two days up there, especially if you bring your spouse, partner, family or whatever, have a couple of days up there as well and really enjoy the sun and debrief yourself so relax and start doing your plans. Because a lot of people get to Eric with and they're on plan to do a million they get there, they listen to these speakers, they meet people that are doing three, four, five million, and all of a sudden they're doubling it halfway through the year, their expectations. So give yourself a bit of breathing room and, and also have some fun. I mean, it's not all about work. and We talk a lot about work here, but have some fun. I mean, the Gold Coast is a great spot. I've got, John, it, uh, the timer here says 138 days left for ARIC 2015. It's on the website, it counts it down. Oh, that's good. Which I didn't is, even uh, know that. pretty that's... cool what uh, the team's got going there. I've got a, I've got a special soft spot for ARIC. And uh, it's not because I've been involved as a speaker or MC in the last few years, but John, I, um, I've told you before, it was the Tread event in 2009 where I walked out of there. I walked out of there, I was 120, 130 kilos. And I just, you know, more or less rewrote my agreement with reality. I sort of did it, audit, and I thought to myself, Tom, get real. Um, and I made the decision in the bathroom as I left Eric. I looked in the yep. mirror and I said to myself, I'm not coming back to Eric next year with the same thinking. Good on you. And so I know that it, it's changed me. I've seen other people. I've seen people that have turned around and said, Eric is the only thing that they do for their personal development every year, but it's, their, their, it's like their car tune-up service, call it what yeah. you like. I'd love them to keep doing stuff throughout the year. And I, that's one of the reasons we do, we do this Million Dollar Agent podcast is I think to keep keep the dream alive throughout the year and keep people thinking and positive and, and exposing them to the best practices but um, you know as much as you can do I and mean, the good ones John I've, with this seven day kickstart I'm doing I looked at the two, the two people that joined first and it's on now was Marcus Ciminello yeah riding over three and a half million yeah. in gross commission and Michael Clark not Michael Clark the cricketer Michael yeah. Clark from Manly Manly he's a standing agent he's 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 at Eric. Isn't he's he? speaking at Eric he's this at year. Eric yeah, well. he used to work with us. He's a terrific friend of mine, a great guy. He's now started his own business, and he'll be at Eric. Um, oh yeah, it's just unbelievable. But uh, okay, all right. We'll see you next week. It's good to see you, John. It's Hope. good to see you, Troy. We'll see each other next week. Hopefully, and... with a, hopefully with a sponsor. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> Thanks a lot, <laughs> listeners. All the best. Have your best year ever. See ya.